Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? All right. Well, welcome to another episode of What is the Point? And as always, I'm here with Will and Heather. Perfect. (laughs) I've never done this introduction at the same time. (laughs) Nope. We're here. And I just got to say this um, to all of our listeners, our loyal fans. Hi, Mom. Um, (laughs) This is our last episode of the season. So we'll be back at it in August, but for the next uh, couple months. We're taking a little. We're taking a little leave of absence. That doesn't mean that we may not we're pop an episode. We may pop in. in. We may turn we the may notifications on. I don't know. You don't know. Subscribe. Here's the deal. We're just really, uh, you know, if we don't set an ending to this, then you have nothing to binge. And so, you know, we're just. <laughs> you have nothing to look forward to. Exactly. When we do come yeah. back. <laughs> Neither <Yeah>. do we. <laughs> <laughs> because we will be back. Yeah, no, absolutely. Can we say better? Yeah, better I don't, never? Well, I don't know if everybody's going to make it back, but oh. I, I, oh. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> wow. Depends on how good this last episode goes. But he only goes. looked at me, but. so I said, Heather, I think you're locked. <laughs> I think you're good. Oh, my gosh. Do we gosh. have the people vote I for it? I joking. I don't want to yeah, know. Yeah, majority vote. I don't so. want to know. Oh my, but my vote counts as two. <laughs> so. <laughs> vote counts as two. Who, vote, who gets voted off the island here? Gosh. Yes. I would vote myself. You guys oh are great. My gosh. You guys are fantastic. Unbelievable. You guys are fantastic. Unbelievable. No. I listen to just you two. If anything, this next <laughs> session, uh, we'll be adding a couple voices. Uh, yep. So we're excited about that. So stay tuned. We'll, we'll announce some of the, the people that will be hopping in some of our podcasts. Could be Beyonce. Could, could be Bieber. <laughs> it could be those people. Could be. I'm it not gonna, could be. I'm my, yeah. Could be. Could I'm be ex- Jeremy Johnson. I'm excited. Anybody in between. It could <laughs> could be anybody. So, uh, but today for our last podcast, one thing we want to talk about is, is this, because we kind of wanted to leave you almost with a challenge of something to do over this time, over this summer. Um, and, and basically this podcast is how to get out of your head. So we're talking about, hey, you're, you're stuck inside your head. How do you get out? How do you just like go and start something? And so uh, today that's what we're talking about. And so why is it so hard to like start something? Like, wh- why is that so hard? It's the most difficult thing for me. So for <laughs> for so many reasons. But uh, I immediately think of when I go to start something, why I shouldn't start something. Mm-hmm. And everything comes up. Like, maybe it's money, uh, resources. Uh, most often, it's going to be confidence. Yeah. yeah. I lack yep. the confidence to go out and start something. Uh, I'm a three. I want to win. And if I feel like I can't win, I don't want to do it. I don't want to start it. I don't want to, you know, if I can't, if I don't know that I'm going to succeed, Mm -hmm. uh, then then it makes it uh, super tough for me to go out and start. So uh, that's why it's hard for me to start something. Uh, You guys have heard it. There are ideas that I've had swirling around in my head to start to do. (laughs) uh, And I just, I just haven't done it uh, because of that exact same reason, like the confidence, the resource, or um, just that fear of not being successful right out the gate. Mm. 
can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> no, Stop I'm it. kidding. That in a nutshell, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think, you know, Will and I have even talked about this, I think on one of our podcasts is when it comes to like starting something or just like trying to, to reach a goal that you've set, I think oftentimes we just naturally think about like worst case scenario or yeah. we think about like, what if this fails mm -hmm. or what if this yeah. doesn't happen the way that I want it to? And we never or don't think a lot about like, what if it actually succeeds? Like, yeah. what if it goes well? And I like Trent, my husband says that all the time. He's like, you're so pessimistic. And I'm like, no, I'm really not. I'm just like preparing myself for the worst so that I'm not let down. Yep. And yep. if you want to call that pessimism, that's fine. But, <laughs> um, it, but in some ways, yeah, it's like, I think oftentimes in my life, I just think of like worst case scenario. But then when I like really think about worst case scenario, I'm like, Okay, well, actually, worst case scenario is not that bad. <laughs> like, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, I start something and it, like, not a lot of people, like, read it or watch it or partake or whatever it is. Then it's like, okay, I shift and I do something else and we move on. Right. Or I adjust and I pivot and I switch some things to make it better. Like, it, you know, and, and I think sometimes, too, we just feel like, man, I can't start this because if it doesn't go the exact way that it's supposed to or if it fails, then I am a failure. Yes. And we kind of just, like, spiral in that. And so um, I definitely, definitely relate. And I think, too, like, lack of confidence is such a big part of that. But the thing is, like, you'll never gain confidence in something if you don't, like, just start it and yeah. practice it and perfect it. Um, so yeah, I'm trying Heather. This I podcast, <laughs> this podcast, y'all talk, Hey, Hey, we're talking yeah. to you. You're talking to me. It's for us. Oh, this is for us. It's for everybody. <laughs> yes. And I've seen so many people here. Here's the deal. I asked that question. Why is it so hard to start something? And there's probably some people who are listening and they're like, it's no, not. it's not. It's super easy. Then I would ask the question, why is it so hard to finish something? Because <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. here's what I know. There's starters and there's finishers. Like there, yeah. there's people who are just like, I have this innate idea. Like I have so many ideas coming out and I'm like willing to just like, usually I think about a seven on the Enneagram. Like I'm jumping here, I'm jumping here, I'm jumping here. What's new? What's shiny? I'm going to hop on. I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I'm just going to start. We all know that person that like, yeah talks about all these things that they're starting. Well, I'm starting to invest in crypto and I'm starting to do this. And I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, like I, I feel like you're all talk and yeah. like, like you're all bark, no bite. Like, like yeah. I don't believe that you walk out any of this stuff, but I hear about all these amazing things. You're like, Oh, you're starting a business. Oh, cool. It's a drop shipping one. Okay, cool. Oh, you're starting a, a multi-level marketing scheme. That's so cool. Like I'm, I know I'm just like, I'm bashing people right now. <laughs> Anytime, I've talked about this anytime. Yes, anytime you have somebody hit you up from the past, and you're just like, do I even know that? And they're like, hey, girl. Hey, boss, babe. If you like, get a hey, girl, swipe the lead. <laughs> Unless it's from me, all right? And yeah. then you say, you seriously, invest in the product. It's worth it. It's a good one. If you're out there, just change your approach. We're not hating on you. Ron just your approach. Coming for some That's people it, right exactly. now. <laughs> I didn't expect this to go this That's way. That's it. All I know is is there's there's people who love starting things and there's people who love finishing things and yeah. and I'm the type of person I hate starting things yeah. I hate it it's so difficult it's so tough for me and I, I think I fall under the same range that all of us fall under of just like it's like it's scary I yeah. think I think I might fail yeah <laughs> and it's so interesting that we think that way because like like what really is success and we I mean we've <laughs> talked about that in past podcasts right. and like you, you're you're successful when you use your gift. Mm -hmm. yeah. It doesn't oh, matter how you use it or when you use it or where you use it. Just the fact that you used it, like that is success because God made Ooh. you with that gift. Like don't 
don't die one day without that gift, like without using that gift. Like don't die with all those brilliant thoughts and ideas Mm. and like things that you could have done to not make you money, but to like live out your purpose that God's given you. Mm. And so many times we're just like, yeah, but like what if I spend a lot of time doing it? And then I just get really good at it. Yeah, that's worst case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, awesome. So, uh, but like, let's dive into that. Like, why is it so scary? Like, obviously yeah. we think, okay, well, we might fail. But like, I yeah. think that there's more to that. Yeah. Well, I think we all just like at some level love to be comfortable. <laughs> and yes. I think yes. change is a very scary thing. Um, I think few people would say like, no, I love change. And, and those people I'm just like, yeah, I need to get coffee with you because I'm scared <laughs> of you. But I also want to tap into that a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think anything that challenges our level of comfortability is scary because we just don't know. Right. Like we just don't know what to expect. We don't know what's on the other side um, of starting that, of taking that next step. Like there's a lot of ambiguity in starting things. And so I think a lot of people feel security. Like, I mean, like I'm obviously going to feel more comfortable doing something that I've done a million times or that I've been doing for the past three years. And so oftentimes it's just like, well, it's easier to just stay here. It's easier to keep doing what I'm doing. And so I'm not going to rock the boat. I'm not going to you know, challenge this level of comfortability that I'm sitting in and that I love. And so I think even the thought of starting something new or, you know, branching out and doing something different is just inherently a scary, scary feeling. Mm -hmm. And then I think too, it almost always comes back to like perception and like, what will other people think of me if this fails? Yeah. Um, And I know that's something that I get caught up in a Mm -hmm. lot. And I think Will relates to that. We've had a lot of conversations about that too. Um, And so it's, it's definitely hard and I'm not like downplaying or negating that feeling at all. But um, I mean, it's exactly what you said, John, of like, it would also be way more scary to get to the end of, you know, your time that we talked about last week. And then, man, I haven't used this gift. Like I haven't, lived out the purpose that I feel like God has put in my life. Like that to me is more scary (laughs) than starting something and starting something is very scary for me. But Mm -hmm. I think it's just, you have to kind of decide it's like choosing which, which level of scary, (laughs) you know, you want to go with. So yeah. Uh, You touched on, yeah, you said it. Uh, If you were to ask me like, Oh, Will, do you care what people think? (laughs) Naturally I'd be like, no, absolutely not. No, I'm good. I'm (laughs) me. I do what I want. You know, I don't care. Um, and that, and that's just the front and, uh, it's, it's not true at all. Uh, I am very, uh, I break easy. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's so true. Like I just put too much value in what people think. So like one of the scary things of starting something is that I'm not going to be, successful right out the gate Mm -hmm. and I know in my head that that's not like you don't succeed on the first try Mm -hmm. uh but then there's just comparison like oh well you're not as good as this person or that person or that and that is what keeps me from uh from starting from going it's like oh man I don't want this to be trash like I don't want this to not go well right out the gate and so I put that pressure on myself for it has to be perfect it has to be the uh, best it has to be the best it yeah. has to rival everybody if i don't get ten thousand listeners off of yeah. this then as uh, it doesn't matter and i and then i attach my identity to that 100 uh and and it's such a and i think that's what's scary about it is mm-hmm. that people will now look at me as a 
failure. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm like, I don't want that. And I'm like, I feel like people look at me like in a good light now. But if I were to do this and fail, <laughs> uh, people that wouldn't work. So yeah. that's I mean, that's it sounds so goofy when you say it, it out loud. <laughs> yeah. But that's it's really why like. I, I, we talked about me wanting to start a podcast and mm-hmm. it's one of the reasons why I haven't done it. And it's just like, yeah. why the heck? Like, who cares? Like, yeah. I don't even know why it's it's that way. But well, I think, me. too, it's like we f- it's like such a funny mindset of like, well, 10,000 people have to listen to this for it to make sense. Well, what if there's like two people that just need to hear what you have to say? Right. Yeah. Like, is that not just as impactful? Right. You know, and so, which I'm, like, not saying that to you. I'm just no, saying no, no, no. in general, like, it's a are. mindset. You got two right here. <laughs> yes. um, but then another thing, this is, like, I don't remember exactly where I came across this, but it was something to do, like, in, in the marketing world. And it's, like, everybody wants to be number one when they start their business, right? Yes. When they start their yes. company. They want yes. to be the best shoe company in the world. They want to be the best whatever it is. But it's, like, I'll be number two to Nike any day. <laughs> like like any day yeah. I don't have to be Nike like right. I'll be happy to be number two and that was such like an inter- interesting perspective for me and and I think people who kind of are wired similarly of like well if I'm going to do something I have to be the best at it and it's like well I mean do you though like <laughs> do you have to be the best and at what point is that kind of just like unhealthy like are you doing this only to serve you and so oh. that you are the best and so that you know and so it's, it's kind of like a trickle down effect but I've always thought that that was such an interesting perspective of like, do you have to be the best though? <laughs> so true. Yeah. It, I've got a lot of thoughts here and I just don't, I, I don't know if they'll all make sense, but I'll try to pack them, Let's package go. them in a way that does. Let's do it. Uh, my, my first initial thought is just like, it, I, I'm going to try to take this personal. I know that there's a lot of things in my life that I'm so scared of. In fact, I'm driven by fear. That's actually my number one motivator. Yeah. And so I do so many things based on fear. Mm-hmm. And some of you are like, oh my gosh, you're so brave. Yeah, because I'm s- more scared of going the opposite route and failing (laughs) by not doing something. It's the only thing that motivates me to actually do something. I'm scared of going broke. So I'll, you know, put myself out there for money or different things. Like I'm scared of failing in this area. So I'll over market and over promote. And you'll be like, this guy has a lot of confidence. No, I'm scared the opposite way. (laughs) And and like, I don't know. It's just, that's the way that I'm, that I'm designed. And uh, I think about for so long, uh, speaking publicly was my biggest fear. I mean, still to this Which day, is so crazy. It's it not is. something I love doing. It's it's really not like. But I, I just remember I used to throw up every time before I spoke. Every time, without question, multiple times I throw up, and the whole day would be ruined because I'm like, I gotta speak. But like after you do it, I'm like, ah, oh, that, that like that wasn't that bad. Glad I did it. <laughs> but the reason why I was so scared is because I cared about it so much, mm. and I was just like, people who don't care about speaking don't care to be good. Like yeah. I like I'm gonna be honest. Like I love sports, but I've never cared about being the best basketball player. Just because I'm like, I like I don't care. Like yeah. if I really cared, if like if my reputation or my image was ba- basketball player, mm-hmm. then I probably would put so much more effort and emphasis toward it. So I just I don't relate to you, Heather or Will. <laughs> so um, I'm like, like he's I, about to start diving into some like real hard issues over here on me. <laughs> no, I, but I'm like I'm like yeah, this is just something that I care about and, and I want to be great at. And yeah. um, you know when I think about that. I think I'm just like, you, you almost don't trust your gift, which is something mm-hmm. that you're just like, I'm scared because I don't know if I trust this. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's something. I think it might be something. Yeah. But I, I like, I'm going to run from it. And then I run from it too long. And it's like, nah, I just keep getting pulled back to this one thing. Like, mm-hmm. I keep getting opportunities to speak. I keep having, uh, like, an opportunity to do that. But it's so scary. I almost don't want to take it. And it's almost because I don't trust the gift. 
And what's mm. interesting is if you trust the sender, then you'll open up the gift. Mm. And for all of us, I think it has, it doesn't have to do like, do you trust your gift? Okay. It's do you trust the sender of the gift? Mm. Do you trust God? Like, do you? Like anytime that I get a package from Amazon, I'm like, yeah, I'll open that. I don't care 100%. whose name's on it. I trust. trust that company. All right. That is like that. Amazon is like the ice cream man for adults. Like you, you see that truck coming in the neighborhood and you're just like, I hope they stop yes. at my house. I hope they do. I hope they do. Or I've just got a problem. I don't know. If nobody else relates to that. Nope. But there's like 10 boxes on my front door right now. Yeah. And, and I think for so many times, like Heather, you mentioned it nail on the head right there of like comfortability. Mm-hmm. And I think the question is just, are, are we driven by convenience or cause? Mm-hmm. Like it, do we just like what's convenient? Is that what we're here to do? Or mm-hmm. like, do we have a cause with it? And, and, uh, I, I think another part that's scary to it is, is I think about Jesus and feeding the 5,000. And, uh, one of the crazy things, um, is he fed 5,000 people with, what was it? Uh, five loaves, two fish. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Bible quiz. thank you. You're, yeah. you're welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> imagine this. Imagine if the disciples got the, the five loaves, two fish and handed it out to everybody and there wasn't enough food and they're like, did we tried, we did everything we could. Mm-hmm. You think everybody would be like super mad at them? I think they'd be like, oh, I mean, they no did way. their best. They yeah. only had yeah. five loaves, two fish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah. like, obviously that's not the outcome. And I think right. same thing with our gifts. We're just like, no, we got to find, we got to find a way to feed 5,000 with it. No, you don't. Like, mm-hmm. it was never your job to do that. But that is so good. When, the gift, so good. when the gift leaves your hand, it can multiply. Mm. When, when the gift leaves you, leaves your head, when you mm-hmm. get it out of your head and you start it and you do it, that's the only time God can bless it. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's the only time God, like, get it out of your hands. Get it out of your head. Because once it gets to Jesus' hands, like, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know we've talked about that in the past, but I, I just think it's so, it's so easy to get caught in our head and things stay there for way too long. And we can even put work to it, but we're like scared to release it because we like, this is our truest self. Mm-hmm. And like, if people see it and they don't like it and they reject it, there's so many things, but like, trust the sender of the gift. Mm-hmm. Like if you're clearly, your motives are pure and you, you've got this idea, you've got this thing that breaks your heart. You've got this cause that's motivating you. Like, like, I guarantee you it's going to be successful in some sort of way. I think you need to understand what you gauge as success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can go yeah. back to past podcasts for that. But I think that's important. So, like, h- how? How do you get it out of your head? Let's yeah. – and maybe you can go practical. You don't have to. But, like, just, like, how? We've talked yeah. about the importance of it, but how? Well, right now I just want you to tell me. <laughs> Sheesh, man. My notes are crazy right now from you. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I think so much of it is um, just a mindset of like, I think for, for me specifically too, I feel this sometimes of like easy equals good or like easy equals right. So if I start this and it's easy and there's no bumps in the road and it's perceived and received well, then like this was good and I did the right thing. Like I did, this is what God has for me, wants me to do. Um, and then usually what happens when that's the mindset we have is like when things start to get hard, we just abandon it because Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, this is hard and there's friction. And rather than just like problem solving, problem solving and working through this, it's like, well, this must mean that it's not right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think especially in terms of like starting something, right? So we think if we start it and initially it doesn't go well and it's all up and to the right and then it's like, oh, well, this was wrong. Or I did this wrong, or this isn't what God wants me to do. And then we abandon it. And, and like you said, John, it's like we just waste the gift. And so I think, you know, I hate to say like so much of it is a mindset, but I, I really do feel like that there is so much power in your perspective. Um, and that, you know, if, if for me, again, like just 
talking to myself as much as I am talking to anybody else is like you you just have to I hate to say it, you have to just get out of your head. <laughs> but you right. literally do have to tell yourself I'm like, so anxious. Well just stop. Yeah, stop being yeah. Oh, I hate that. Um but yeah, it's just like separating fact from myth and and just like really putting yourself out there and you know it, it just because it gets hard or maybe you face some some friction doesn't mean that it's not good doesn't mean that it's not what you're supposed to be doing yeah uh again talking to myself uh throughout this whole thing but just getting the right people around you mm-hmm. as is a great way to and again let me emphasize the right people around you uh play a huge role in in getting out of your head because they're the ones that'll challenge you and and say crazy great things like if you trust the sender you'll open the gift but uh (laughs) you know it's just having the right people around you that can push you into that and just tell you like yo like you can do it you know trust the gift trust what you have um and then and then not being afraid to start small like i and again i'm I'm talking to myself here uh and and managing the expectations that come along with that like okay yeah um i know that you know just get started let me just say that. Just mm-hmm. get started and let the resources, let the people, let things grow, mm-hmm. let things happen naturally as they yeah. go. It's part of the journey to uh, to start small and then, you know, just focus on what you can control. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, you know, I think we worry about all these other things, external things. But um, if, if we were to focus on what's going on, what you have, what you can do instead of what you can't do. Um, I think God begins to not even I think I know that God begins to uh, begins to honor that against You see it throughout scripture. You mm-hmm. see people when they come as their true self, when they come bringing what they do have, uh, you see God just begin to honor that. Uh, can I, is immensely the right word there? Mm-hmm. I think that's a good yeah. word. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Heather's got a crazy <laughs> vocab and I've been trying to work on it. But uh, dictionary to the day right there. So, yeah. Yeah. How do you get out of your head? Yeah. Those few things. And then. Uh, that's again what I'm trying to do here. Yeah, and, and I think um, I think losing early is key. Like I, I really do. Like I, I think about um, even when I got an opportunity to um, help start the ministry of, of the point, which is the what this podcast is all tied to. Uh, so if you don't know, we meet every Tuesday, 7:30 p.m. North Point Church, um, Springfield, Missouri. Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> For uh, the coast-to-coast listeners. You know, yeah, of course, so of course. You know. All yeah. of our overseas, you know, you can stream us online. Online. Uh, Northpointchurch.tv slash young adults. Um, anyway, I'm like, I do think losing early is key because I'll, I'll never forget, like, it was my first time ever doing something, like, like with with young adults, and I got together a couple people, and we threw this, like, big party on our, our college campus football fields, mm. and we did that, and, like, 100 people showed up. And I was like, this is incredible. I was like, this is the very first thing we ever did. I was like, wow. I was like, this thing is going to blow up. It's so cool. <laughs> so then the next event we did, I was like, oh, my gosh, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and 11 people showed up. Oh, <laughs> and and like I can't tell you the roller coaster I went on from the first event. How like I was just like I'm so excited. Like this, see, this is real. Yeah. This is happening. Like we got the th- the idea out of our head. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. And then the next week we have 11 people show up. And I'm like, it's so interesting because everybody loses. The question is like, what will you choose to lose in, and when will you choose to lose? And so mm-hmm. like if you refuse to lose now, you'll eventually lose something more significant later. Wow. And and for yeah. me, it was that process of saying, like, <laughs> it was never me in the first place. Mm. Like, it was never me in the first place. Yeah. And I could always go back to that. Lena, I'm glad I got to learn that lesson at our second ever point event. <laughs> rather than rather than our 20, you know, 
yeah, I don't know, 200th event where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm leading out of pride and all these different things. And I'm just like, ah, like just realizing it was never about you anyway. And like, again, what, this is the process that you go to. You, you, you know, you trust the sender. So you get it out of your hands, you give it to Jesus. And what does Jesus do? Like he gives it back. (laughs) Like that's, that's kind of how it works. And like our, like our potential isn't limited by our talent. Like mm-hmm. it, it's measured by if you give it to God and then when he gives it back, like, like that, that's it. I mean, yeah, it's not, it has nothing to do with our, our talent or our potential or anything like that. Like, it's just, are, are you willing to give it up? And then are you willing to receive it back? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, that, that, that was a huge part in, in the process for me getting out of my head early. And there's still so many things that um, I struggle to, you know, get out now, but like, how, how do we view these thoughts in our heads? So I know we kind of talked about, like, how do we get this out of our head? But, like, yeah. how can we view it in such a way that that makes that make sense to move forward in that? Yeah. Well, I think sometimes, and maybe I, like, approach this question the wrong way, but I think sometimes um, <laughs> the thoughts in our head are kind of, like, <laughs> the reason why we're getting held up, right? And so for mm-hmm. me, I know a lot of times in my life it's very important for me to understand that my thoughts are just that they are thoughts. They're not facts, at least not all of the time. Mm. Right. Especially in the heat of the moment when I'm mad or sad or anxious, I know that my thoughts are going a million different ways. And typically it's kind of where I start to believe these lies of like, you're not good enough for that. You won't ever be able to be successful in that or, you know, whatever that is. And so I think it's really, really important to like, obviously acknowledge your thoughts as they come and like give them that space, but then also be, that's when it's so important. Like Will talked about earlier to have the community around you who can call those things out in you and say, no, this is something that I, that I see in you. This is something that I think that you're good at. I've seen you do. And, um, I think it could be used in a really, uh, powerful and impactful way if you give it to God and, Mm -hmm. and, and nurture it that way. Um, but man, I just know that thoughts and, and, I know a lot of other young adults sometimes that are just like, man, my thoughts are what is keeping me from this. And so in some ways it's, it's very important to, to be able to manage those and know what, what of my thoughts are just fear leading and what are my, what of my thoughts are actual facts. Um, and I think that's an important distinction to make. Yeah. I think your thoughts, uh, how I view my personal thoughts, stupid. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, how do you view my thoughts though? <laughs> No, but like uh, when I think like when I even when I hear you uh, speak, John, is just like, okay, you do things out of fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm like, okay, like that's not necessarily a, a horrible thing. Like in my mind, I'm like, okay, there is a possibility that I could fail. So how can I prepare that? I, so I don't like mm-hmm. and So like there is some, you know, uh, you know, some space in there to be able to lean into those things, mm-hmm. but not to be weighed down by those things, you know, to consult that like, okay, yeah. I could fail yeah. or just like we talked about earlier, or I could succeed. Like it, it's, it's not being held captive or, you know, not being held captive by your thoughts, but captive, you know, what mm-hmm. am I trying to say here? Uh, I was going to say captivating your thoughts, but that's not it. Uh, <laughs> that's not it at all. But, uh, you know, to holding your thoughts captive, you know, and uh, you know, just controlling what, what goes in and out of your head. But uh, yeah. I, so in, for me, they've always been a, like a hindrance, but uh, there have been times where I have thought worst case scenario or I have thought, you know, 
uh, I could fail. And then mm-hmm. I just, I, I try to get ahead of that. I try mm-hmm. to get ahead of, you know, I've, I've also thrown events like that where I've ordered 20 boxes of pizza and five <laughs> people show up and we're eating pizza for a week. Uh, like hide those extra boxes. <laughs> yeah. So, so for the next time around, I'm like, okay, this is a possibility that happens. Like that is in my head that there's a possibility that it happens, but, uh, I don't allow that to keep me from throwing another event. I don't allow that to keep, I just, plan accordingly mm-hmm. so uh so i don't know i think and i know that may not be helpful so if you want to just you know skip that and go back to whatever <laughs> mart said and then heather but uh that's kind of how i view mine so. take it or leave it no yeah. pressure no but, pressure uh, no no whatever i'm the one that's getting voted off this, no. apparently <laughs> so there mouth. we go shut your <laughs> mouth um so uh, how do you view the thoughts in your head i think uh that's just so important it's so important. Like, just be honest about it right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're, th- I know while we're talking about this, my hope is that there's like that one idea that keeps coming back to you. Yeah. That yes. you're like, oh, that. You're talking mm-hmm. to me. I think I should, that, that yes. one thing. Like, I should do it. And it's like, how do you view it? Like, do you view it as your lame idea or do you view it as God's gift? Mm. Like, what do you view? <laughs> like, seriously, think about that. Yeah. Like, I think that changes everything where you're like, I, like, God chooses to do his miracles through you. Mm. Do you do you want to be a part of some amazing miracles? Mm. Or do you just like, you, you just, you got a lame idea in your head. And mm. wah, wah. Like, come on. Like, you have to make a decision right now. Like, do you want to be a giver or do you want to be a user? Like, do you want to be a disciple or a dropout? Like, you want to be a contributor or a consumer? Like, are you in or you out? Like, which, which one is it? Right. <laughs> and I promise you... Um, the one you choose will affect you for the rest of your life. You'll look mm-hmm. back when you're 60 years old and be like, Ugh, or you'll look back and be like, I feel so fulfilled mm-hmm. and, and honored <laughs> like that I got to do that. So w- like, when you understand the gifts God's given you, your, your life is marked with clarity. You, you got a lot of clarity because you're like, this is what it is. It's not a lame idea. Like, so, and if it is a lame idea, like, I still believe God can bless it because that's what he does. Like, you figure, you'll figure it out. Like yeah. you don't have to live a life of what if. Like, no. What if I would have started that? Or not that regret, you know what I mean? Ah, oh, you're talking to me, Mark. So like, like when, you un- when you understand the gift, it's clarity. When you use the gift, oh, it's going to be charity to everybody around you. Yeah. Like this isn't just something where you're like, how can I benefit from this? Like th- God does his miracle through you for other people. Mm. You're literally robbing other people right now if you don't. Like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to motivate you in whatever way yeah, I alone. need to. I feel it. I'm sweating. Like, but, but seriously, this is why I'm so passionate about it. Because I'm like, uh, like when somebody asked about the young adult ministry at North Point before it had started, I was like, no, nah, I don't want to lead that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't want to do it. Right. It's scary. This is like my peers. I'm like the same age as them. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's going to come hear me speak. And that was true. <laughs> <laughs> so there's parts of it that's true. But it's like, we can navigate that. Yeah. Like, no one needs to come hear me speak. Like, like we can, we can figure out something else. We can get better speakers. We can, like, but the, 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 the fact of not doing anything, mm-hmm. uh, like that's just a lame idea. No, you're missing so many miracles. All mm. the miracles that could have not happened if amazing people like Will and Heather hadn't hopped on and, and like fueled the mission and the vision as well. And I just think about that. And I think about so many times for us, we, we get in our head and we don't get it out, but we're missing out on mm. like so many times, like a purpose that God has in our life. And mm-hmm. so I know it's scary. I know it may not live up to the success that you have. I know that it may not be on the timeline that you have, but I'd encourage you over the next couple of months, um, 
while we're not doing this podcast. <laughs> I, I, I just believe, like, I, I believe that there's going to some, be some people that start something and, like, there's going to be some amazing things that come from it. And right. so, uh, one, please DM us at NP The Point. Let us know what's going on. Yep. Uh, success or fail, I promise you, like, you're going to take away something huge from yeah. it. And, uh, or you can always email us at what is the point at northpointchurch.tv. But we will see you in a couple months. We already miss you. We miss we you miss already. You we already miss you. But, but hopefully, Gosh. maybe we'll pop in. Maybe. Just turn the notifications on. Maybe. Subscribe. <laughs> you know. Now's the time. Binge. binge. Go back. Binge. And, and get ready. Buckle up. You know, season. <laughs> it can, it, is it season two? I don't know. Reloading. Whatever. Reloading. <laughs> Coming back better than ever. The most dangerous podcast. A new point. The new point. Ooh. All right. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah. Psych. <laughs>